Faith, Hope and Love, episode 373, the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. The readings this weekend are really beautiful. Each of them has a similar thread running through them. What we believe in, the Word of God, and how we live this Word, is extremely important. It must be practical, down-to-earth, touchable. The Word of God is not something distant or theoretical or ponderous, but it's alive and active, and it's living in our hearts and minds and on our lips. God is not some distant figure. He's God-made flesh who shows us exactly what God the Father is really like and how God treats sinners and how God loves us infinitely. In the Gospel, Jesus reinforces this by telling that famous and wonderful parable of the Good Samaritan. We show love for God and have his word in our hearts to the extent that we show love to our neighbour, that is, anyone in need, and how we respect ourselves and the gift of life and responsibility we've been given. This is Faith, Hope and Love. When I was a child My youthful heart when it was running wild But wiser now I will rest those ways Though somehow a part of me can say For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest As for me, in justice I shall behold your face. I shall be filled with the vision of your glory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. My brothers and sisters, we've gathered to celebrate the Holy Eucharist, so let's pause and reflect upon our sins so as to rejoice in God's loving mercy. Lord Jesus, you healed the sick. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgave sinners. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you give us yourself to heal us and bring us strength. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to
Let us pray that the Lord will help us to find the right path. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, give all who, for the faith they profess, are accounted Christians, the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ, and to strive after all that does it honour. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people, saying, Obey the Lord your God by observing his commandments and decrees that are written in this book of the law. Turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Surely this commandment that I am commanding you today is not too hard for you nor is it too far away. It is not in heaven that you should say, Who will go up to heaven for us and get it for us, so that we may hear it and observe it? Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, Who will cross to the other side of the sea for us and get it for us, so that we may hear it and observe it? No, the word is very near to you. It is in your mouth and in your heart for you to observe. The Word of the Lord The precepts of the Lord give joy to the heart. The law of the Lord is perfect, it revives the soul. The rule of the Lord is to be trusted, it gives wisdom to the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, they gladden the heart. The command of the Lord is clear, it gives light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is holy, abiding for ever. The decrees of the Lord are truth and all of them just. They are more to be desired than gold, than the purest of gold. And sweeter are they than honey, than honey from the comb. The precepts of the Lord give joy to the heart. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Christ is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers. All things have been created through him and for him. Christ is before all things and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, 
the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in Christ all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Your words, Lord, are spirit and life. You have the words of everlasting life. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. A lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? The lawyer answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbour as yourself. And Jesus said to him, you have given the right answer. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, the lawyer asked Jesus, And who is my neighbour? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers, who stripped him, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, while travelling, came near him, and when he saw him, he was moved with pity. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day the Samaritan took out two denarii gave them to the innkeeper and said, Take care of him, and when I come back I will repay you whatever more you spend. Jesus asked, Which of these three do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The lawyer said, The one who showed him mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. The Gospel of the Lord. Imagine a newly married couple sitting down to their first dinner together after they've returned from their honeymoon. Just imagine that new husband said to his new wife, I just want to get one thing clear with you as your spouse. I don't want to be seen to be shirking my responsibilities, so could you just tell me what is the absolute least thing that I can do 
to satisfy the requirement of being a good husband? Could you imagine such a question? It's outrageous and it's rightly crazy. Of course, this would be awful. It would be immature and shocking and an unloving attitude. The answer to such a question, if it even needs answering, is twofold. One, this is about love, not merely the letter of the law or doing one's duty. This is not about grudging doing of the bare minimum. This is about love, friendship, companionship between two people who are living, loving and working together, united in heart and mind. How much does one need to give? The answer is whatever it takes. Everything you've got. We're not just in this together for a capped 30% minimum, nor are we here for merely 50-50 whilst keeping the score all the way. It's actually 100% by both of the parties. So as crazy as this extreme example is, the lawyer is asking Jesus something very similar in today's gospel. And although we can scoff at such a preposterous scenario, we too can be guilty of asking insanely similar things of our Lord. For whenever we try to ration our commitments out, our responsibilities to our Lord, to the very minimum, and this Lord is everything to us, then if we do that, we're asking the same crazy question as the ill-considered groom in my theoretical example above. The lawyer in the gospel is looking for a clear and definite pathway to heaven. And so he asks, what must I do? When Jesus tells him the answer is compassion and love, the lawyer again asks for a definition. What are the limits of this? Jesus tells him that the way of Christ is not lived by merely following the rules, not satisfying the meagre rationing out of our efforts, nor is the gospel kept by staying merely within the strict and limited boundaries, the absolute minimums. Rather, the gospel is lived by responding to life with love, with God's love, wherever and whenever we find it, with that love and compassion of God abiding in us. This is the love that is God's very essence, serving, self-sacrificing love, generosity to others and to all. Our Lord's answer immediately alerts the lawyer to how ridiculous the question is that he's asking. And the lawyer becomes sheepish and embarrassed and tries to justify his question with a clarification about, well, who is my neighbour then? But this is again an attempt to limit one's commitment. And Jesus is not going to let him slip away with things that easily. Eternal life is a free, generous, unrestrained, authentic gift of true, compassionate, self-forgetting love for others. Giving what is needed giving all we have and giving it freely with love and compassion and not grudging duty. Living in a loving relationship with God means loving and caring for all that God has created and going beyond the minimums, the reservations, the fears, the restrictions, and instead responding freely, lovingly, passionately, come what may, and irrespective of the personal cost to the situations and people that life throws up at us. The law of God, the word of God, is not some distant thing, we're told. It's not written in stone, but it's living, it's breathing, it's flexible. It's a loving law, as the first reading tells us. The word of God is very near to you. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart for your observance. 
With this parable, Jesus shows us that God's love doesn't care one jot about what others think of a person. God's love does what is right, what is compassionate, what is just. God responds to real needs, irrespective of popular opinions. The scripture commentator William Barclay gives profound insights into this parable. He writes, The first listeners to our Lord's parable in first century Palestine would have been utterly shocked and quite thrown off balance by the unexpected results of the story Jesus told. The hero in Jesus' parable is not the one the listeners expect. The hero turns out to be the one who's usually despised by Jesus' listeners. How could the good guy in this story be the Samaritan? They would have gasped in astonishment and some disgust. The priest and the Levite turn out to be not responding the way Jesus was teaching God's disciples to respond. Utterly shocking again. Interestingly, the traveller who gets attacked has been very foolish, possibly even reckless. The road to Jericho was notorious for robbers. It was a steep and winding and narrow path, descending rather quickly. People who travelled that road always travelled in groups, and even then they were taking their lives in their hands. They certainly would be risking death if they dared travel alone and with valuables. So our Lord is saying, even if people have been foolish and have contributed in some way to the situations they've found themselves in, gospel compassion responds to their needs and doesn't moralise. Compassion doesn't encourage us to stop and not help until we try and apportion blame or fault. A true friend and disciple of Christ doesn't respond to real and urgent needs by first going, hmm, does this person deserve help? Have they brought this on themselves? If so, then I don't need to help them. Not at all. Not ever. Compassion, God's compassion, does not stop to work out whether people deserve a loving response when their own folly may have played a big or small part in their situation. That's quite irrelevant to compassion and its response. The parable Jesus tells does not suggest that the priest did not care about the poor person who's been robbed and left for dead. It may have been that the priest was very concerned for the victim in his mind. However, it's clear that he puts his religious and legal duties ahead of the human and physical needs, urgent at that, of this robbery victim. Neither of them seem to even go off to get help. They just walk on their way. The Samaritan alone was prepared to help in a practical way. If we ever think that urgently rushing to the aid of someone in serious need is ever forbidden by God's laws or teachings, then we've definitely read these teachings very wrongly. We must help any person of any nationality, any creed, any value system. Anyone who's actually in need is our neighbour. Our help must be as wide as the love of God, and that is to say as wide as something that can't be measured. The help we give must be practical and not consist only of feeling sorry for someone when practical action is what's really needed. No doubt the priest and the Levite felt a pang or two of pity for the wounded man, but in the end they did nothing to help him, which our Lord makes clear is not acceptable. In order for the fullness of compassion, it must flow out into deeds. What Jesus said to that scribe, he says to us today, go and do the same.
the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. We realise our need of God's grace in everything we do, and so with confidence we come to ask for all our needs. That the Pilgrim Church may inspire people to have a heart of compassion, forgiveness and care. Lord, hear us. That all governments may secure the good of those whom they serve without prejudice. Lord, hear us. That all victims of violence or hatred may be lifted up by our compassion and practical help. Lord, hear us. That our local community may always bring a spirit of openness and hospitality to all, especially newcomers to our area. Lord, hear us. That all those who have died may be welcomed into the light of your kingdom, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Giver of life, hear our prayers and give us the courage to love as Christ has loved us. We ask this in the name of Jesus the Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin.
Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Look upon the offerings of the church, O Lord, as she makes her prayer to you, and grant that, when consumed by those who believe, they may bring ever greater holiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and, giving thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. 
Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognising the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. 
Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her young. By your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. A prayer for spiritual communion, in union with all those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Having consumed these gifts, we pray, O Lord, that by our participation in this mystery, its saving effects upon us may grow. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for giving generously of your time and prayer and this beautiful opportunity to reflect on God's living word and allow that word to fill us up and send us out in love to the community. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Reverend Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Raymond Missal 3rd Edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love, Theme Hymn, in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2022. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within, this day. 